fill my heart with your joy. That of the abundance of joy, regardless of the season of life that I am in. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. I want you to declare that scripture to yourself. The joy of the Lord is my strength. 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 According to the word of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I declare joy from my inside. I declare joy from my inside. Let joy flow like springs of living water. Let joy flow like springs of living water. Let joy spring forth in abundance. From the depth of my spirit, let there be joy. God looked at the darkness and said, Let there be light. I declare my 
In verse 4, Psalm 2, verse 4, it says, But the one who rules in the heaven laughs. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm sure you don't look at them like, See these ones? What are you trying to do? <laughs> Ewe. You know what Ewe means? Like, Ekere. He said, Ekere is the number one. <laughs> like, they are not small. Sometimes then we have to laugh like God. Just laugh. And you just say God is in charge. God is in charge. Ah, thank you, Jesus. So a lot has been happening this year. Praise God. What's it? What you just had the name and no no. What's the what's that? Because you read that scripture, you don't pause, you don't smile. What's that? I just see the future and I am laughing at you. Somebody should laugh. <laughs> you know that sometimes, eh? Not even sometimes. The brain does not know the difference between something that is actually happening and something that, is, that you imagine. The brain does not know the difference. The brain does not know the difference. So that means that. If you just see that you just laugh, you very much don't know that you are the one that manufactured that laughter. You just realize that it's not feeling good. You just start having those words that you are not feeling good. I am, I'm alright, go. So laugh. 
okay. So if I still shy, like, why would I just laugh for no reason? Say laugh, laugh. <laughs> okay. So today we are talking about joy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And this year has been amazing. Amazing means different things to different people, you know. For some, amazing. <laughs> It's like amazing as I don't want this kind of year ever again. And for some amazing, it's like, Father, thank you for this year. But God is saying that regardless of how your year has been, your joy was full. You owe it to yourself to have a full joy. You know that scripture that says, guard your heart with all diligence? It's not a joke. Because there are many things happening daily. Daily. This was back to back. It just makes you wonder how am I even supposed to remain joyful in the midst of all this? And God is saying, You have a choice. You have a choice. You have a choice. You, have, you can choose joy. Say that to yourself. I can choose joy. I can choose joy because sometimes it looks like joy is not part of the options you know it looks like we can only worry and cry and feel sad and get depressed and feel frustrated and that's all that is on the menu but God is saying ma, turn over there is joy there there is joy for you to choose regardless of what is happening you know, there was a time in my life that <clears throat> I used to have a lot of mood swings. <laughs> Please on that table. Mood swings, people. No, raise your hand with your full chest. Okay, okay, okay. What, what you produce, huh? <laughs> I, I, I think mine was like mood pendulum. You know? Like once I move like this, ah, before I come back to the side of joy. You know when I try to start a car? And the car does not want to start. <laughs> That's how my joy is. That's how my, my mood swing used to be. Like, once I can just find myself on that side, I literally just go. And it looks like a dark pit. You agree, Abby? It just feels like a dark pit. It feels like you are trying to get out, but somehow you just can't. Am I, am I talking to someone today? It just feels like, that's the picture I see. It just feels like you're in a dark hole and you're trying to come out of it and it's not working. And God help me, I surrounded with people that are like, whoa, 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 where you come out? <laughs> Let us know. And then you won't be angry at them for not helping you come out. Oh, I'm speaking someone's language also. So your anger will be doubled. After three days, you'll be trying to understand how you got into that state in the first place. And then you now start thinking, who brought me here? Said, okay, this person said something that I did not like. Hey, but okay, so how do I come out? And I remember one particular day, <clears throat> one of my roommates offended me, I was pondering. And then I was in that very terrible mood for a couple of days. And this person, I can't forget her in my life. <laughs> she said, Esther, you know, there, there, is, there is a level you will be moody. That someone around you would just sit there and say, okay, 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 yeah, let us stop. What's the problem this time around? And then it happened that she came that day and said, 
God bless you, my husband. You know, I think it happened that she just came back to me. I said, okay, oh yeah, what is it? And then I went in, and I didn't really know what this person said, this one down, one down. Like, sometimes it just be a sentence, so it just triggers you and you are off. And she made this statement that I would always be grateful. He said, Esther, nobody can make you feel bad without your permission. You know, before then, I used to put the responsibility of my joy and happiness into the hands of other people. Oh, this person made me feel bad. Oh, this person said something like didn't like. Oh, it is this and this and this and this and this. And then she said, Esther, nobody, nobody, no circumstance can make you feel bad without your permission. And I decided to take responsibility for my joy. I decided to start taking responsibility for my happiness. Such that regardless of what people say, I will be the one to choose. I, I, like right now, I practically choose. Man, better, man, yes. Man, better, And I know, yes. And that's the point God wants you to get to. God doesn't want you to be toast like you. are just, ah! Table tennis. No, 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 no. Say never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. If you're on that table, calm down. Eh, you're not a table tennis boy. You are not. You are not. So something happens today and it just pulls you. Wow. And then somehow, 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 you attend the experience, you will come back. Two seconds later. Oh, you must say something. You might get angry and you move again. Another pen, you know. God is saying no. No. That's not the child I created. That's not the child he created, though. That is not the child he created. He created people that can take, they can take control, they can take responsibility of their emotions. They can take responsibility. Like they choose, they decide. How they want to respond. We don't react to the kingdom. We respond. It's not, oh, oh this person just did this and I just, I just, I just could not help it. Oh, you could help it. You could, you have a choice. You have a choice. So joy is a choice. Tell yourself, joy is a choice. Joy is a choice. So I choose joy. Say it, I choose joy. I choose joy. Regardless of what is going on around me, I choose joy. It will help you a great deal when you begin to choose joy by yourself. By yourself. It will help you a great deal when you begin to take responsibility of your joy for yourself. You're married and you're thinking your joy is in another person's heart. Ah. You'll be sad for a long time. I've been married people in the house, I'm not speaking your language. You'll be sad for a very long time. You choose joy. <clears throat> the Bible says in Galatians 5.22, <clears throat> But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love. Joy. Peace, patience, kindness, 
goodness and faithfulness. So you can see it. It's your right. It's your inheritance. The day you got born again, this was part of the package. It was part of the package, oh. It is not something we look for externally. No. It's something we have within. And you see, that's why we don't need to drink alcohol before we enjoy it. We don't need to. We don't. Because it's right within us. But we are the ones that will now make a choice to say, okay, I have this thing and I'm going to choose it. I am going to use it. If you have a car and you don't drive it, on your own now. You take public transport and you keep saying, oh my God, public transport is this, public transport is that. But you have a car. That's the same with many of us. We have this joy. Like the Holy Spirit is right there. It is there. It is there. The Bible says we are divided, that we are the branches. So we are connected to the vine. So that means we as the branches, we get fruit. What is the fruit? The fruit of the Spirit. That's the fruit. So it is up to you to reproduce that fruit. Deliberate. Consciously. Daily. Past circumstance, past season. It is up to you. It is up to you. It is up to you. You know, I saw something in the scriptures that really it surprised me. Psalm, um, Psalms 118, verse 24. Psalms 118, verse 24. The NLC version says, This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So I read this scripture and I'm like, wait, the day had just started when this proclamation was made. He just looked at that day and said, you see this day, this day that I am about to enter, it is the Lord that has made this day. And I, I am making a choice and a commitment to myself that I will rejoice and be glad with it. So he didn't wait for the day to end. Before now taking stop of the day and say, mm, how was my day? And yeah, not bad. Yeah, this is the day that the Lord will you know. I shall try to rejoice, at some point. What my joy the one I drag it back. He woke up that morning and he said, You see this day. This day I am in. It is the day that the Lord has made. So how about we wake up and we declare like that every morning? How about we command our morning and say, you see this day, this very day I am in. That's my colleague that's trying to steal my job. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. And I will be glad it. I will rejoice. Oh, this is yet another morning. But I will rejoice. It is not, let's see how it goes. It is not, mm, I think I woke up on the bad side of the bed. There is no bad side of the bed where it is there. I mean, how bad side of the bed? Every day I wake up with a good side. It has to be a good side. It has to be a good side. Because it is the day that the law has made. Who made the day? So the Lord made a day, and you are now allowing the devil to drive that day away from you. It is the day that the 
Lord has said, it is your day. This day is my day. I choose to rejoice. I will rejoice. As I go about my daily activities, I rejoice. It is not, maybe, maybe not, will I rejoice? I'll try and rejoice, shall I see, you know? I will rejoice. And not only will I rejoice, I will be glad in the day. So going forward, tell yourself, I will rejoice. And I'll be glad in it. You have a responsibility as a child of God. A responsibility to seize your morning, to seize your day, to command your day. You have a responsibility. A responsibility to define how your emotions will be for the whole of the day. So if somebody comes to ruin your day, what is your response? I choose how to respond. I choose. How would you notice that the same thing will happen to two people in the office, but their responses will be different? Have you noticed something like that? The same exact same thing, the same boss, the same drama. One person would freak out and just walk. The other person would just be there, cool, calm, collected. Maybe you wouldn't have said, why? It's a choice. I hope I am helping you see that you have a responsibility and a choice to make concerning your emotions. You have a responsibility. You have a responsibility. So what happens when we now find ourselves in trouble? What do we do? How do you respond? The Bible has given us a response. James 1, 2 to 5. James 1, 2 to 5 from the NLT version. Are we there? James 1, verse 2 to 5. This is Bible study, so yeah, we have to look at the Bible. Are we there? Okay. Okay, so let's read it together. One to go. Dear brothers and... Are we, are we there? Yeah. Okay, so I'm not waiting. Right, big guy, caught you looking at the screen. Like, okay, uh, yes, it's on the screen now. <laughs> okay. So let us read it together. One, two, go. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For when your faith is tested, yeah, let's read together now. For when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be strong in character and ready for anything. Next verse. If you need wisdom, if you want to know what God wants you to do, do what? Do what? And after you ask him what will happen, gladly, he wouldn't resent your asking. This is it. So you're in trouble. Okay, yes, you're in trouble. But the Bible says, consider it an opportunity for great joy. So that means that they're already trying to like, ah, okay. God wants to show himself. God wants to show himself. You know, there's a prayer point I don't like praying. <laughs> and I pray all those prayers. <laughs> and the prayer was like, Lord, let my testimony be so loud. You know that many times, what makes 
a testimony so loud. It's the magnitude of the problem. It was this kind of testimony like, you know, the children came from nowhere and there were five cars and those in bus goes, bus goes, and they came out on the horse. And everybody said, wow. It's not a loud testimony. No. <laughs> so you are praying for a loud testimony. Ready for what? Is <laughs> it ready for loud trouble? But you agree with me, Abby? Yeah, so this one is that, that's what it says. I just want to bless the Lord. I praise God. I thank God for the salvation of my soul. And I just want to bless the Lord for the privilege to sleep and to wake up. How would you respond? Naturally. I woke up too. Now we bless God. We bless God. But when somebody says, I said, who woke up that morning? Hmm. I said, took my bag and stepped out of the house. More rats carried my bag. I went after the rat and collected my bag. Hmm. I knew that day. Hmm. And then I kept on going. One trailer hit me while I stood up. What happened? By the time they finished, you say, wow, this God. <laughs> this God is a big God. So we are praying for a big testimony. Get ready for what? So that pastor calls and says, oh yeah, only one. So the Bible tells us that it's an opportunity for great joy. It's an opportunity for great joy. And then he went for that to say, if you need wisdom, ask. 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 You spend the entire time worrying. Sometimes all you need to do is to convert that worrying time to wisdom asking time. Yes. That same worrying time, that same length of time that you spend worrying. How about to say, Lord, your word says if I lack wisdom, I should ask you. So right now, I don't even know what to do. Spirit of God, give me wisdom. Will he give you? He will give you. Gladly. That's what the scripture says. Gladly. So that's somebody's um, strategy this night. Instead of worrying about that same issue, go back to God and say, Daddy, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. So what if you've been planting? You've been trying your best. You've been giving your best. And it's not just working. What does the scripture say? Psalms 1 to 6 verse 5. If you have your Bible, you can open to Psalms 1 to 6 verse 5. Psalms 1 to 6 verse 5. Let us read it together. One to go. Those who plant in tears, okay, let's read it together. I want to go. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. It's an assurance. It's an assurance. It's an assurance. The Lord is assuring you. So you are planting in tears, Abby. I know, I see it. But your harvest go waiting. What happened to your harvest? Even loud. Thank you, Jare. Your hand is correcting. Sit with your full chest. Your hand is correcting. Go loud. 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 Your hand is correc
Oh, it's like Allah. Like that's Allah. Come on, I was trying to help. Woo! I like that Allah. Very in sync. But that's how your harvest will be. It will announce itself. It will announce itself. So you are trying your best. You are putting in work. You say God is seeing you. He knows. But let nothing steal your joy. Let nothing steal your joy. So in case you've been planting before and you now stop planting because you're like, I beg, I beg, I beg, I'm tired. God is saying, keep planting. Keep planting. Keep putting in the work. Keep putting in the work. Keep selling those CVs. Keep putting in your best. Keep going for that for those classes. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Because when the harvest comes in, and the harvest will come. The harvest will come. The harvest will come. Praise God. So I want to encourage someone with Psalms. I'm no sorry, with Habakkuk 3, 17 to 18. They would pray. Habakkuk 3, 17 to 18. Habakkuk 3, 17 to 18. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Are we there? Okay. So let us read it. Now, I want you to read it. Not really because I said we should read it aloud. Really because you really want to understand what the scripture is saying. So let us go. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail. And the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no head in the stalls. 18 please. 18 please. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's not how to say that yet. Say it like you understand what was written in the previous chapter. Let's say it again. Yes! I will what? Yeah. Read that thing again. Say it again. They are not saying that yet. Like, wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause, pause. Let us be a little dramatic. Like, right, baby. <laughs> 17 says, the fig tree, no bosom. You know, nothing. It just did. It just did like that. It says there were no grapes in the vine. It no produce, nothing. Overwasha. It was just there. In fact, it was just like it was, you know, it was almost non-existent. Understand this scripture. It was almost non-existent. The Bible in this scripture says, even though the olive crop fails, that means there was failure, like it practically crashed. Economy crashed. Everything you can think of went wrong. In one paragraph, we've seen three things that has gone wrong. Victory. Divines. The olive. It's even now for that to say the fields yield no meat. That's four. Number five, the flock shall be cut off from the fold. Then number six, then uh-uh. Can you not say kilo day? But guess what this person said? After all of this, he said, Yes. I will rejoice the Lord. Yes. I will rejoice the Lord. What does that mean? He made a choice. He said, yes, I have seen it all. Yes. One, two, three, four, five, six. But yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. 
I will joy in the God of my salvation. Can we rise up and pray? I don't know the circumstance you are in, but I want you to declare over that circumstance and say, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will rejoice in the Lord. I will rejoice in the Lord. I choose joy over this circumstance. I choose joy. I choose joy. I choose joy. I choose joy. My joy is full. Always. My joy is full. Never will I lose my joy. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation because I know that my Lord is able. Because I know that my God is capable. Because I know that my God is working it out. Even when I go even when I go in it, he's walking. He never fails. He never fails. He never fails. He never fails. I choose joy. I choose joy. I choose joy. Yes, I will rejoice. Yes, I will rejoice. Yes, I will rejoice. Yes, I will rejoice. I will rejoice. Yes, I know this is happening. Yes, I know that. Your joy shall be full. Your joy shall be full. 